in a world whose hosts cried out for a replacement to Thunderdome. Thunderdome! The Top Ten is proud to bring you The Realist. Realist! Realist! Welcome, everyone, to this week's edition of The Realist. Realist. <laughs> there you go. Uh, this is a fun little show that we do on the Top Ten. Maybe you're a new listener to the Top Ten. Maybe you're a new patron to the Top Ten, and you get to enjoy this uh, uh, show. It's called the Top Ten Realist. Uh, two people sent uh, – uh, sorry – Three people get selected. One person sends in the topic. Correct. Two people send in their lists. Matt Correct. and I have not seen their lists. Uh, and then we uh, read off the list, combine them at the end of the show. And our thanks goes out to uh, Christos Alexakos for helping us put this the real list together and everything else he does um, yeah. to help us you know, basically deliver a lot of the content that you guys get month in, month out. Our thanks goes out to Chris and to the three uh, patrons that submitted, which were uh, Eric Grebner. Yep. Provided the topic, which is top 10 years of film. And then I have The Blast from Our Past podcast hosted by John Spees. And who you got? Uh, I've got uh, uh, Jonathan Caro. He's the gentleman who's been sending uh, his list. I'll be reading that one off as well. All right. So let's jump right in. I'll go ahead and start it. It's the same as a regular show. So they submit their list. We don't add or subtract anything from the final list. Mm -mm. Uh, We're here to just have a discussion about the movies that they're submitting under the topic, which is top 10 uh, movie years. Yep. and then at the end, we cobble together, so we just go through it like a regular show, and I'm going to do uh, my bottom three first, and then John will do his, and I'll just go two, one, one, one after that, and we're Boom. good to go. So at 10, he's got uh, Mr. Spees has 1957. Oh, okay. Uh, let me see if Jonathan has 1957. So what are we saying? If he has the year, is that what we're doing, and the movie? That's how Spees wrote it down. Oh. I would hope Alex Zacos would... Uh... Yes. Uh, sorry, 1957 is not here on the list. Okay. Okay. So for that, uh, he writes, admittedly, admittedly, I'm choosing this year because 12 Angry Men is one of my favorite films uh, of all time. Cool. However, classic films such as uh, Bridge Over the, on the River Kwai, The Seventh Seal, and even Old Yeller make this a year to remember. Respect. I like that. John Spies. Yeah. Maybe showing your age a little, man. Hey-oh. Could you be older than us? Blast from our past. Seems likely that we might be roughly the same age. Maybe perhaps he's a little older. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know what past means. It could mean anything. He could be like a 90s kid going, oh. Yeah, going back and looking at all the movies. Yeah. Uh, just the early 2000s or where they grew up, and that's all the best. Uh, okay, man. Sure. I dig it. Uh, uh, who knows? I don't know where last. 1957. I'd have to see what else came out that year. Yeah. Uh, we could pull it up. But 12 Angry Men is a, a fantastic. It's an all-timer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look came up, up recently in films of nineteen fifty-seven. Yeah, a funny face, a face in the crowd, which is a fantastic film. Paths of Glory, original three ten to Yuma. Yeah, Paths of Glory. Yeah, Gunfight at the OK Corral, which I own on Blu-ray. That's Burt Lancaster and Kurt Douglas is uh, Wyatt Earp and I mean, my wife appreciates uh, Elvis Presley's Jailhouse Rock. Right. Yeah, Jailhouse Rock. Oh my, Kurosawa's Throne of Blood at fifty is fifty-seven. Wow. Wild Strawberries from Bergman. Frankenstein versus the Swamp Monster. <laughs> I'm just making that up. Ooh. 
pretty sure this might be a good year for something. <laughs> uh, the Wolfman terrorizes Bay High. Well, there is 20 million miles to Earth. There is that one. There's, yeah, so. there's going to be all this weird sci-fi. <laughs> Here's one. The monster that challenged the world. Oh, Attack dang. of the Crab Monsters. <laughs> The Black Scorpion. This is off just the straight looking for the year. Wow. The Abominable Snowman. Yeah, perfect. The Pajama Game is in this thing. Uh, Spirit of St. Louis, which is the uh, the uh, Charles Lindbergh documentary. Oh, is it? Yeah, the Charles Lindbergh documentary with James Stewart. Um, and then what else here? I wonder what the undead horror film is. Ooh, the undead. Like this really film. tame horror film. Look at 1957. What is horror doing? Nothing. I don't know. We've got the yeah, Mazda Challenge the World. Yeah, the Curse of Frankenstein. Mantis? The Deadly Mantis? The Praying Mantis? Exactly. This is good. But you got 12 Angry Men, and that's <laughs> a legit. <laughs> so I'm not going to fight you on the year. So nope. That's, All right. that's what he chooses to have. John, you can have that at number 10. At number 9, he has 2005. All right. 2005 is not on this list. All right. Well, he begs to differ. He says, this year contains so many memories for me. Got married. Moved to Vegas, and it was the first year after having f- uh, finished college that I got really, I got really into enjoying going to the theater again. Viva Vendetta, Sin City, Walk the Line, Constantine, and Batman Begins were key in revitalizing my love of going to the cinema. Okay, uh, yeah, I mean that's. It's an interesting year. Were that the best of 2005 or yeah. those like the most – the high watermarks of pop culture? Yeah. A lot uh, happens here. What do you uh, got? Star Wars uh, Revenge of the Sith. Is that year? Munich is 2005. Brokeback Mountain. History of violence. Oh, yeah. History of violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walk the line. Uh, Munich, Syriana. Constant Gardner. It was a decent year. 40-year-old virgin, wedding crashers. Yeah. Red Eye is a great one. Capote. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Syriana is great. Good night and good luck. Yeah. Yeah, there's some, there's some good ones. Cinderella Man. Not a bad year. It seems It seems like it was going to be in the discussion. Nine seems about appropriate. Just Friends. Perfect. Just Friends. <laughs> Your Great year. Non-crush crush continues. Great year. Uh, finally, his number eight, then, mm-hmm. is 1974. Okay. Uh, let's see what we got. 1974. Damn, not on this list. All, All right. right. He wrote, I'm a huge Mel Brooks fan of Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein in the same year is just fantastic. And I suppose... Chinatown, Godfather Part Two, and Murder on the Orient Express were pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a... Godfather 2. All right. That's a good year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for those that love Blazing, Blazing Saddles. Plus, I like Young, young Frankenstein. Um, Blazing Saddles has its moments for me, but as a whole, no thanks. Young Frankenstein's the best one. Conversation is that year. Okay. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is that year. Chinatown. Is yeah, that, that was one of his examples. Mention? Oh, sorry. sorry. Okay. Uh, taking the Pelham 1, 2, 3, the original, which is fantastic. <laughs> Benji is that year. That was huge. Uh, the front page, which is really good. Uh, Dustin Hoffman's Lenny Bruce movie. Lenny. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Uh, Herbie rides again. Classic. <laughs> yeah, it's a caged heat. Hey oh. The uh, Lords of Flatbush with Stallone, Henry Winkler, and Perry. Whatever his name is. I forget his name is. Yeah, it's not a strong uh, year for movies, I guess. But there is some good stuff at the top. As a Brooks fan, though, I can understand that where oh, totally. two Pantheon-level 
comedies by almost everyone's estimation, especially from that time. Yeah, agreed. Makes all the sense in the world. All right, what do you got at 10? All right, uh, first, uh, Jonathan uh, Caro says, Hi, Matt and John. It's great to be a participant of the Relist again, as I had a lot of fun last time. To the person who selected the topic, I believe it was Eric Grebner. He gave me a tough challenge. I had to think for a while as to which years and movies I considered to be my favorite or the best. Again, it was a challenge to put together my top 10 list, but in the end, I felt satisfied. Well, as long as you feel satisfied. There were a few years and movies that I felt surprised that were very good years and movies, in my opinion. All right. He's got some honorable mentions, but let's start at number 10. 2017. Yeah, that's a punt. Nice. All right. His number nine is 1995. Uh, that needs to be a punt. If it's not. Not on my list. 1995? No. Shocking. Uh, he says an, an underrated movie year. Some of my favorite films come out in 1995, including Braveheart, Heat. Uh, you've seen Heat, right? Seven, Before Sunrise, The Usual Suspects, Apollo 13, Toy Story, The American President, Clueless, and Casino. There are some gems. There are some gems in 1995. There are some gems. Yeah. There's also uh, a couple movies there listed. I'm like, I don't consider those on the same oh. field. What would that be? Clueless? Clueless was the first one that jumped out. It's yeah. like, that's a time capsule Okay. on some level. Okay. Bad Boys is that year? Usual Suspects is that year? Classic. Leaving Las Vegas is that year? Classic. Uh, Get Shorty is that year? Tommy Boy? I like uh, Get Shorty. Tommy yeah. Boy's yeah. excellent. Mallrats is that year? Me. <laughs> the Brothers McMullen. Did you ever see that? No. Good independent film. Launched What's-His-Face's career. Uh, well, that narrows it down. Good independent <laughs> film that launched What's-His-Name's Edward career. Burns. Edward Burns. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his. Bridges of Madison County is that year as well. Mm, I loved it. 1995. That was a long time ago. I was 12. 16 or 17. 16, probably. Oof, yeah. Perfect. 12 Monkeys. Yeah. No, you don't like that, huh? It just it's never resonated with me. All right. That's your problem. I know. Your, I know. That's but your fucking the Bruce Willis. Crimson Tide is 95. Okay. You like Crimson Tide. Yeah, I do. Desperado. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never understood the love. Swimming with Sharks. Good movie. Good movie. Uh, right, right, 95 is a good year. I'm not fighting you on it. All right. Let's move on. What do you got next? Uh, number eight is 1987. That's a punt. Okay. Let's go. So two punts from you. Yep. Well, we're about to get to one that... I, I figure there's going to be a little bit longer. Number seven, then, for pardon me, number eight for me is uh, nine. Ah, gosh darn it. Number seven for me is 1986. Mm, not on this list. Wow. Ooh. Wow. We got Aliens. Mm -hmm. We got Top Gun. We got Stand By Me. We got Ferris Bueller's Day Off. We got Big, little, uh, Big Trouble in Little China, Labyrinth, and Platoon. Need I say more? I would take Platoon off of that. Okay. Because I just not one I ever go back to. There were so many about Vietnam that came out in like a three-year period mm -hmm. that I've seen them all. And it was some weird cathartic. This country felt like it needed to tear the scab mm -hmm. of Vietnam so we could all live through it. And I didn't. So it's all lost on me. Yeah. And the fucking wallowing in the mistakes the country made just seemed indulgent. Oh. Well, because I didn't live through it, so I don't understand the pain as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't understand the need for the catharsis of of assigning blame and figuring out where we made the mistakes. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. But after this and what Hamburger Hill and Casualties of War, oh, yeah, and of it was just a flush in country, of country, in country, Full Metal Jackets, Damn. Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. It just it was one after the other after the other, and it's just like I don't care. Born on the Fourth of July, missing in action. Uh, missing in action. <laughs> or Iron Eagles, kind of. Eagle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. 
Yeah, I hear Rambo you. Uh, preys upon that shit. Yeah, part it, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like uh, I, I have, I don't know why this this one came up. So maybe because you're numbed out. Well, there were so many World War II movies, mm-hmm. so then Hollywood is more than happy to recycle ideas. They're yeah. like, well, war pictures always do well. True. And then we just got to the point where I'd been long enough, I guess, to start doing Vietnam movies. Yeah. Uh, that was your number seven. That was my seven. What's your six? My six is the punt from you, twenty seventeen. Okay. Uh, what did he write? Uh, he wrote, looking back about 10 years from now, I think we're going to look at this year as one of the best movie years ever. Here are some great and very good movies. The Big Sick, Get Out, Logan, Baby Driver, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man Homecoming, War for the Planet of the Apes, Dunkirk, I, Tanya, Good Times, The Disaster Art, or Good Time, rather, The Disaster Artist, Lady Bird, Blade Runner 2049, Thor, Ragnarok, Coco, The Shape of Water, Call Me By Your Name, Three Billboards, Outside Ebbing, Missouri, It, Phantom Threat, and Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. I agree. He just rattled off every movie that came out that entire year. It's pretty impressive. Uh, he wrote, uh, this year, uh, for better and sometimes for worse, kept me going to the theater. Uh, something not easily attained between working, parenting, and podcasting. Mm. And was a great year for superhero films with Wonder Woman, Superman, Homecoming, Thor, you brought up, and Logan. Letting, letting us know that, no, we're not suffering from superhero fatigue. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, when it's good, it's still good. Yep. And then uh, Get Out, I think, is the only one that you didn't mention. Oh, that yeah. he put on here. Okay. But okay. Coco and Dunkirk were great, and even some pleasant surprises in Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. There you go. Uh, all very true. That is a good... Good year. Good year in that mm. we've lived with superhero films for so long, and still Thor Ragnarok is now one of my favorites. Yeah, agreed. It's in the discussion for one of my, you know, top mm. top three for sure. Wow. It's so good. It is good. It is good. You can't deny it. Uh, all right, that's your number six. That so is my six. My number seven is uh, 2014. I do not have it. Okay. This was the last minute, last minute addition to the list because I forgot how many great movies came out that year. Listen to this. Whiplash, Boyhood, Birdman, Nightcrawler, The Grand Budapest Hotel, The Lego Movie, Chef, Gone Girl, Fury, Interstellar, Selma, John Wick, Edge of Tomorrow, Snowpiercer. I also think it was probably the best year for superhero movies, Captain America, Winter Soldier, X-Men, Days of Future Past, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Big Hero 6. Yeah, I just got to 11 on that list, I believe. Yeah. Going through. Because some of them are like, eh. And then be like, nope, like that movie a lot. Like that movie a lot. Yeah. Like, it was right, right down the list. So yeah, there's a, a ton to choose from. That's true. Yeah, you might be right. All right. Uh, for populist films like that, it, Hollywood's been good for a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a, you know, it's hit and miss when it comes to the more mm. award season-y type movies. Sure, sure, sure. Some years have been stronger. Some years have been weaker. This year, so far, is panning out to be a pretty decent year. Yeah, decent year. Not a great year. Certainly a decent year. We don't know yet. Season's not done. We're just now getting into the heart of... True, true. You know. Yeah. I got about five in my head for best picture so far. Ford versus Ferrari. Joker. Uh, okay, Irishman. sure. Irishman. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Um... I'm, I'm sure it's going to be in the discussion. Marriage Story. I would say Parasite has Parasite. an outside chance. Yeah. Jojo Rabbit has an outside, yeah, outside chance. Yeah. Once Upon a Time has an outside chance. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll make it. Yeah, I guess maybe Avengers, just because mm. it's a multi-billion dollar property now. Yeah. And Hollywood should really be promoting because people, fewer people are going to the theaters. Fair enough. So the populist angle of maybe we give them a nod for okay. Best Picture. Okay. Because we did it with Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Maybe Knives Out, maybe. Maybe. I haven't seen it yet. I would doubt it, but it's it's really good. I'm missing a screening tonight to do this. Um, yeah, you missed last week's for Australia. Yep. <sighs> I'm fucking mad because it comes out next week. It comes felt, out next week. I messaged 
So uh, Grace was sitting right next to us. Uh, us? What do you mean? Me and uh, Catherine went last week to oh. Knives Out. Oh, you went to the screening? Yeah. Who invited you? Wendy hit me up. Nice. Yeah. Oh, oh, right, to the Collider screening. Yeah, the big That's one up great. in Burbank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I smoked a little pot beforehand. Okay. I, I do that for most movies. It's one of the few times I smoke pot. No, it's just... Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it plays into the story later on. So at the end, I'm still you know coming down, but I'm still sure. feeling the effects. And uh, going to do the... Uh, uh, validating the parking ticket mm-hmm. and there's a weird the way they had set up you have to like you approach the machine first but the line is forming around the corner oh, to yeah. try and not create a huddled mass Yeah. so I was like third in line whatever and we're going through and Grace is right behind me she's like oh did you see it do you like it or have you seen it before and I was like oh no this is my first time and right then I noticed some dude was walking up fresh from the theater trying to cut this massive line that had formed oh, shit. so I kind of stopped abruptly talking to her and I just focused on like oh who the fuck is it there's clearly a line of like 20 of us and you're going to be a dick and I stopped talking to her because in my head I'm just eyeballing like you're not yeah. fucking cutting in this line yeah, yeah. and he tried it with me and I just didn't I looked straight at the machine had my you know ticket out going I'm not in the wrong yeah I'm not going to be an asshole to you, but I am putting my thing in there. Yeah. And then by the time I I finished with that, I turned out to talk to her and like maybe she was going through that same thing. But yeah. she, she was talking to whoever she came with. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, hey, sorry. I didn't mean to cut off. She was full in conversation. I was like, oh, well, you know. Yeah. And I just walked away. I felt bad afterwards. Just like, oh, I just so abruptly <laughs> stopped in the middle of because this asshole, I was still a little high. Yeah. So I was like, oh, who the fuck is this? What is this? What's going on with this? You're not going to cut. That. I'm having a huge conversation yeah. in my head. And I had to tune you out because this is all my brain can focus on right now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah but it was, I mean, he got his thing validated and walked away. But how dare you? Yeah. You know full well there's a line. I would have totally yelled at him. I would have totally yelled at him, which Lindley hates about me. But I would have totally done it. I would have said, hey, dude, been, there's a fucking line. Get had he back been in the line. And tried to cut me off, I would have done it. Nah, even if he came close, I'd been like, go. I don't care. I'll get in fights. Uh, Number six uh, for this list is 1982. Not on my list. Okay, so there are some fantastic pop culture entertainments on this list. Tootsie, E.T., sorry, Johnny, man. Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan, An Officer and a Gentleman, 48 Hours, The Thing, Blade Runner, First Blood, Tron, The Verdict, and Das Boot. All right. I'm not going to argue. These are great choices. By the end, you got some that I agree with. <laughs> Tootsie you don't agree with? It's fine. I haven't uh, seen it in years, but we owned it on VHS. It was one of the first two VHS tapes my family owned. Yeah. Trust me. I watched a it reason. a lot. For a reason. A lot. Well, there's only so many titles on VHS at that point. So it was that. And yeah. I think actually Tootsie might have been the first. Yeah. Could have been like that in Project X, the Matthew Broderick. Oh, right, right, right. The monkey one. Uh-huh. Yes, I remember Something that Something random like that. Tron is that year as well? Tron I agree with. I loved it as a kid. Rocky Three is that year? No. Dark Crystals that year? I liked it as a kid. Rambo First Bloods that year? Uh, okay. Oh, no, First Bloods that year. First Bloods that Okay, yeah. Conan, The Barbarian? No. <laughs> Creep Show, we said? We already said two others, three others, at the tail end of whatever he said. Right. Fast Times Ridgemont High? Eh. Different Ga- generation. It's fine. I like it, but... Gandhi. Gandhi's good. Yeah. World According to Garp? But it was it's what? Okay. E.T.? No. Yeah. Tootsie was eh. Tootsie. What was his next ones? Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, Star Trek Two. Wrathicon. Oh, you're insane. I know. Rathicon, I like. You're right. An Officer and a Gentleman? Eh. Uh, yeah. I don't know when I'm going to watch that again. 48 Hours? I prefer Beverly Hills Cop. All right. The Thing? Yes. That was the first one I was like, yes. Blade Runner? Yes. First Blood? Yes. Tron? Sure. The Verdict? Yeah. Das Boot? 100%. Yeah. I'll throw in My Favorite Year. That's a good 
one and zapped the Scott Bayo one. Perfect. I love that one. Let's get them clothes off. Okay. Yeah, that's Let's right. Let's get them clothes off. It was an innocent time. All right. I've never, I just know the reference. Yeah. He was Charles in charge to me. That's right. He wasn't even Chachi or whatever character. I didn't watch Happy Days until. That's right. Charles in charge. Yeah. Charles in charge. And I was like, he seems pretty cool. We might be playing a TV theme song game uh, on Friday when we're on uh, Collider Live. Charles in, well, that one has the name of yeah. my days That's good. That's and good. my nights. That's a fair point. Uh, uh, all right. What's your number five? My number five is 1999. Uh, and that's a punt. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Shocking. Uh, his number five is uh, Jonathan Carl's number five is 1984. Uh, that's a punt. Ooh, nailed it. All right, which is number four? That's kind of surprising. I guess maybe they're of the same age like us. Number four is not going to be on your list, I'm assuming, 1939. <laughs> really? Exactly. God damn. No, that's not on this list. He wrote, even though I'm not particularly a huge fan of it, Gone with the Wind was a powerhouse film. <laughs> Having earned more than any film adjusted for inflation and classics like The Wizard of Oz, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington and Stagecoach make this year mm-hmm. – make this a year that can't be ignored. Yeah. All right. Sh- Wizard of Oz, yes. OK. Yep. Uh, yeah. I've never been a Gone with the Wind fan. Never have I. Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, OK. I love that film. Uh, stagecoach, OK. I don't think stage – I don't like Stagecoach as much as other people do. It's fine. Yeah. I don't think it's one of the best John Ford Westerns even though other people do. Yeah. Wizard of, Wizard of Oz, I'm with you. Yeah. Gone with the Wind was one of the first huge movie pop culture – like during the, the Depression. First. Yeah. Or in the you know, destitute era of this yeah. country and people – it was like a badge of – uh, honor yep. that you got said like, oh, no, I went and saw that. I paid the money even though right. money is so hard to come by type of thing. Of, yep. Yep. It was Agreed. a weird time in American. Uh, Young Mr. Lincoln is that t- is 1939 as well, which is a great uh, film uh, with – I think it's Henry, Henry Fonda playing an early version of Abraham Lincoln mm-hmm. uh, arguing a court case in Illinois. It's fantastic. Um, Dodge City is a great Western during that in 1939. Uh, Babes in Arms, Roaring Twenties with James Cagney and uh, Veronica Lake. Uh, that's oh, I'm sorry, Priscilla Lane. That's a fantastic Roll film. Those twenties, <laughs> they were roaring. I remember that theme song. Is that going to come up? I hope so, oh, baby. <laughs> Gulliver's Travels. Uh, yeah, there we go. So it's an interesting choice for 1939. That high. All right. Uh, that was number what? Uh, that was four. Okay, my four is 1976. Not on my list. Wow. 1976 is Rocky, Taxi Driver, All the President's Men, Network. You can just stop there and it's a great fucking year. Uh, uh, the, Om- uh, the Omen, Marathon Man, The Bad News Bears, and The Outlaw, Josie Wales. Hmm. I think hmm. it's top heavy, that list. You do? I like yeah. Outlaw, Josie Wales. Okay. Marathon Man, eh. I think Marilyn's a good movie, man. I haven't seen it in so long, I couldn't give you an honest opinion. Carrie's that year? Okay. Uh, Silent Movie? Is that a good uh, Mel Brooks film? Fair enough. The first Freaky Friday is that year? Oh, who doesn't remember that? (laughs) So good? The Pink Panther Strikes Again? Wasn't it called something other than Freaky Friday? No. Okay. It was from the the girl that made all the Disney movies, right? Haley Mills. Yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. Still acting in Britain. She shows up randomly on TV series. She was on Saved by the Bell when it was Good Morning, Miss Bliss. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Pope. No. Yeah, I don't see much else during that time. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All Relatively right. top-heavy. Yeah, you're right. It feels top-heavy. I'm not going to argue with I you. I mean, there's some stellar ones. That Rocky I'm not a fan of, but there's no denying yeah. how massive Rocky is to everybody else. True, true. Network is great. Taxi Driver is great. Yeah. What was the fourth one on the top there? Uh, all the President's Men. There you go. Yeah. Another, another all-timer. Fair enough. All right. What's your number? 
Three. Three Three's the bonnet from earlier in 1984. Okay. And he wrote, this year contains so many films I associate with my childhood, Ghostbusters, Karate Kid, The NeverEnding Story, mm-hmm. Gremlins, Footloose, Amadeus, almost too many to list. Mm. Uh, well, Jonathan listed them. <laughs> A remarkable year for original films. Uh, full of potential being of being full of potential of being classics of their genre at the time, ladies and gentlemen. Please do not use "of" more than once in a sentence. If you use "of" twice, you're being derivative. If you use three times, I just don't think you can write. Three times, lady. <laughs> Guy, you know what, guys? I say you go for the rare quad. The quad of "ofs." Mm-hmm. The quad of. Uh, oh wow, that sounds like some great Middle Earth like lore <laughs> about this show. The quad of "ofs." Ah, here he is. And he comes in with the official list keeper. We've had like four people submit it. We need to go through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which probably, uh, you know. Yeah, in our that off time. To, well, it just, uh, I know there's two or three people that have the full list mm. or somewhere. That they have the, the gaps that the other, others are missing. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. one person is missing the first two shows. And I was like, oh. I know it's car chases. And yes. I couldn't tell you what the second one is for the life of me. Oh, okay. I can go back and find it, but it's on a hard drive that's in a box. Yeah. And it's. We have a little, t- a little crawl space, and it's in there because I don't use it for anything anymore. It's like, I don't know where that's written down. Wow. But it's – we have it. Yeah, we do. Somewhere. Uh, hey, bro. Ghostbusters, Gremlins, The Terminator, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Beverly Hills Cop, Amadeus, The Karate Kid, Splash, Paris, Texas, 16 Candles, Top Secret, Starman. This is Spinal Tap, Once Upon a Time in America, Blood Simple, and Revenge of the Nerds. Oof. Yeah, there's some there's some good ones in there. Absolutely all-timing okay. heavy hitters in there. There's a great documentary about the – how uh, the idea of doing Amadeus built from a stage show to mm. with the full cast. Where's that documentary? You can find it on YouTube. Okay. And it goes through the casting process and what the, the direct – it's all from their perspectives. They're wow. going through and talking like F. Murray Abraham about how he got the role. Wow. And then from uh, – oh, shit. Is Thomas it, Holtz? No, is it Milos Foreman? Milos Foreman it is. So him deciding upon the idea and, and how they chose to use the music. Right. And like it was a conscious decision to only do it like this. And then you wow. start thinking about it. You're like, yeah, that's true. And yeah, uh, Tom, how he was cast. Yeah. And the girl, that was a late scratch. Oh. They had another actress over there with them rehearsing nonstop. And she right. broke her ankle or something. Okay. A couple days before they were filming. Wow. Start just like filming her scenes. Right. So they had to fly two actresses in and they both kind of auditioned for two straight days on set. Jesus. Yeah. And then one got it, mm-hmm. the girl that ends up in it. Right. And then the other one flew back home. Phew. But it just goes through, right? It's so fascinating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, it's a quality year. Even if I don't agree with some of them, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, number three for my list, John the Case, 2007. Okay. Yeah, is that on your list? Nope. Okay. It was a masterful year of films such as There Will Be Blood, No Country for Old Men, Juno, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead, American Gangster, Ratatouille, 300, a movie that I don't love but I know many people do. Yeah, I do. Uh, Matt likes it too. Gone Baby Gone, Once, The Diving Bell and the Butterfly, which is a fantastic fucking film. It is. It's weird. Yeah. Sweeney Todd. Eh. Michael Clayton, Zodiac. Jesus. 310 to Yuma, the remake there. Super bad and knocked up. It was a good year. That is a good year. Uh, yeah, I think this year is going to be a, a year like that. Yeah. Where there's going to be, I mean, you have yeah. Avengers yeah. in game to close out. That's already huge. Yeah. And then on top of that, like really unique with JoJo. Yeah. Really unique with Parasite. Mm-hmm. I need to see like a marriage story. I yeah. hear that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to see Irishman, but it's the newest Scorsese. Yeah. That's going to be really good. More than likely. Yeah. Even like smaller movies. I enjoyed Longshot. I was surprised. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got to see it's that. It's fun. Everyone says it's, it's good. Yeah. If you're, I, it actually, Seth Rogen uh, managed to get me to laugh out loud like 
not like oh dying, right, but right. like chuckle to myself a couple times. Like that's a good joke. Okay. I like that joke. Fair enough. And uh, him and Charlize really work. They have a genuine chemistry. But just there's a bunch of solid movies and some really interesting yeah. great ones. Okay. What's, uh, what's your number two? Two is 1987. Ooh, is that the punt from real? It could be, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, because that was the number eight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan says, I think some of these films are nearly perfect. Broadcast News, Last Emperor, Good Morning Vietnam, Lethal Weapon, Predator, Robocop, Princess Bride, Full Metal Jacket, along with some solid films like Wall Street, Moonstruck, Roxanne, Fatal Attraction, Three Men and a Baby, and The Untouchables. What do you got? All right. He says, in my opinion, the greatest year for 80s films. Ooh. The Princess Bride, Predator, Full Metal Jacket, Robocop, Spaceballs, The Untouchables. This year had everything. I would take Spaceballs off that list. Mm. I think that movie is not good. Okay. Uh, where are, are the jokes? Like, where, where it's... All over the place. They're terrible. Okay. Barf. Mm-hmm. But Pizza the Hut. Come on, it's perfect. How, how, Okay. If you like Weirdo Yankovic, how can you not like Weirdo Yankovic? Basically, does the same thing. I only like UHF. No, I mean the songs. I don't like Weird Al songs. Oh well, then that makes sense. Then you're I mean, consistent they're fine. In not liking the humor. Then that uh, makes they're sense. They're fine. Like I liked them when I was a kid and stuff. But if he yeah. puts out a new one, it's not like the Gangster's Paradise or whatever. Knock that was off. good. Amish Parasite was. Yeah, Amish, was good. everybody was like, oh, and I saw it. and I was like, I get it, but yeah. it's not something I go back to. Yeah. I mean, he put out that album what, like four years ago, five years ago, and he was on everything for a week to promote it. Yeah. Like literally, he was. On Kimmel, and the next night he was on Fallon, and the next night he was on this, and the next yeah. night he was on this, and he did, like, huge bits for all that. And I'm happy for him because, by all accounts, he's a really nice guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I hope he works until he doesn't want to work anymore. That's, you That's know, fair. If somebody's got to work, people like you. You're a good dude about it. It's like yeah. Adam Sandler. I don't care if you make kids for movies that, that – I mean, uh, movies for kids primarily because you got kids and you want to make, you know, entertainment yep. like that. You're then This generation's nicest guy in Hollywood. You're Henry Winkler. yeah. yeah. Make all the money you can. I hope. <laughs> I hope you get to EP every project that makes a billion dollars. Sounds good. Uh, all right, Carol's number two is 1999. Is that our news? Nope. Oh wow. yeah, no, it's a pun from earlier. Apologize. Okay, it was a tough decision between 1999 and the number one movie year, in my opinion. 1999 was a special year for cinema to be revolutionized with fresh and inventive stories now recognized as modern classics. We got no movies listed. Uh, there are, but I don't want. I've been okay. keep doing them, and I'm taking the steam away from Blast from Our Past. So sure. Gonna, yeah. Uh, but uh, this year was a sweet spot for me. It was right as I was graduating high school and heading into college, and film had started to become a quiet passion for me. Wait, uh, the Blast from the Past was graduating high school in 1999. I was 97. Whew. So we we were right in saying he was roughly our age. Yeah, your age, my age. Uh, yeah, I'm much much younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. <laughs> I wish there was a video for this one just for that. Uh, uh, all right. What, what movies does he have listed? He's got uh, The Matrix Fight Club, American Beauty, Boo, The Green Mile. <laughs> um, all took my breath away as to what was possible for storytelling in films. Fun films like The Mummy, American Pie, Gal- Galaxy Quest, and Dogma kept 18-year-old John entertained during his first stressful year of college. Wow. Both these guys are named John. Respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He's got Man on the Moon. Being John Malkovich, Eyes Wide Shut, The Insider, which I still haven't seen. Uh, Toy Story 2, Three Kings, Talented Mr. Ripley, Bowfinger, American Pie, Notting Hill, Election, and Office Space. Nice I love that he has every movie practically was different from this list. Well, no, I, the ones that he – Oh, you omitted? Yeah, I omitted the ones that you already mentioned. Still, you rattled off another seven. Yeah, he probably put a lot on there. Uh, what's your number one? Yeah, I don't know if I'd include Dogma, although I do like it as I Kevin Smith. In there. But I don't think it's as strong as the others. The biggest dumb movie I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, American Beauty can. Number one, I've got 1994. That's number one here too. Interesting. 
So he wrote, this year contains so many of my favorite films, it was easily going uh, to the top of my list. What do you mm-hmm. say? Uh, 1994 was my first choice because even though I see many movies from this year that are rewatchable, you can choose a movie from a variety of genres. Uh, Hoop Dreams, Dumb and Dumber, The Mask, Speed, True Lies, Leon the Professional, The Crow, Clear and Present Danger, The Lion King, Ed Wood, Natural Born Killers, Clerks, Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump, Legends of the Fall, The Santa Claus, Four Weddings and a Funeral, The Shawshank Redemption. Okay, and then he has to add uh, Leon and yep. Stargate. Stargate, interesting. And I don't know if I heard Forrest Gump, but I'm sure he put it. Uh, he did not put it. Oh, oh. No, he did put it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, because you had an interview with the vampire, and it's like, oh, that might be another one too. But bam, he managed to bang that in. Yeah. You know, uh, was it uh, Karos? Yeah. Or Caro? Yeah. You know. Yeah. A guy likes his movies. He's going deep on these years. It's basically it's the only argument you can make of. I like all these films, and there's 15 of them. Yeah, like, yeah. That is pretty strong. I don't know how else you express my year. This year is really good to me. Yeah. Other than that quantifiable fact. Uh, all right. Well, that was a separate list. Blast from our past podcast and Jonathan Carroll with their lists. Let's put it together, Matt. Do you want to write? New problemo. I remember number, I guess number one is 1994. Yep. Uh, so where's 1999 for him? I got it at five. Okay. Where do you got that? Two. 87 you do have? 87 at number eight. Okay. Then, yeah, uh, 99. Okay. Do we have anything? 84, where do you got that? Number five. Okay, so I would say 84 and then 87. Okay. All right, we are at number five on this list. Okay. Uh, do we have any other commonality? I don't know. 2017? 2017 is number 10 for me. I've got that at six. Okay. 86, 74, 2005, 57 you don't have. Nope. Oops. And then 39 you definitely don't have. Do not have. Okay, so 2017 at five? Does that seem right? Yeah, sure. All right. 2017. What's your next highest then? Uh, number three, 2007. Okay, 2007 it is. Okay. My next highest is number four. What do you got? I have number four, 1976. But What's in 76? Roxy, Rocky, Taxi Driver, All the Presidents, yeah. Men Network. 1976, you said? Uh-huh. 1976 it okay. is. Okay, all right. Because his was 39, and it's gone with the win in Wizard of Oz 2. Mr. Smith, yeah. stagecoach, 76 sounds stronger to me. I agree, it does. All right, so 1939. Yeah. Uh, my next highest is number seven, 1986. Wow. My next highest is number five, 1984. Did we put that already? Yeah, we already got that. How about 1982? That's number six for me. 1982? Yeah. Okay. 1982 it is. Okay. And I got my seven, 1986. Knock yourself up. Easy peasy. Wow. A lot of 80s in there. Okay. Still though, two nineties top in the list. Yeah. And a 2017, so only well, 170s? 2014 was his number seven, but I feel like since I got my number six on there, he should get his. Or, That's fine. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Should we do this? Let's do this. Uh, the top 10 years of film, yeah. On the realist. On the realist. Realist. <laughs> At number 10. 1986. At number 9. 1982. At number 8. 1939. At number 7. 
And our number one year in film is... 1994. Hey, 94. Oh, wow, wow. Well, our thanks to Chris Alexakos for helping us put this all together. Yes, thank you, Chris. To uh, Eric Grebner for suggesting this idea. It was a great one. Mm-hmm. And to John Spies and Jonathan Caro for submitting your list. Yeah. Our thanks to all of you. And then our release relists are one week behind, so the next one will be on the – I think it ends up being on the 1st of December. So you guys will hear that instead of hearing it this past uh, weekend. We apologize for that. But schedules got busy, so yeah. we are delivering these uh, you know, as, as quickly as we can. And we'll get them out to you. It takes usually about three weeks into the month before we can gather all the information. Thanks to Mr. Alexakos for helping us so much with that. Yes, thank you, Chris. Uh, and I think that's it this week for this show. Uh, oh, thanks right. to everybody that supports us at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. You can jump mm-hmm. in on this show and uh, get the video for the, the main show a week early on Tuesdays when it drops on the audio and get the shout outs and be a part of other uh, shows over there. And uh, you can follow me online at Matt Nost, M-A-T-T-K-N-O-S-T. You can follow me at The Roca Says on Twitter and on Instagram. And that's it for this week's episode of The Realist. 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 Before we get out of here, I'd like to put out a call to anybody out there that uh, that may or may not have some sort of hookup for uh, Disneyland. I would thoroughly appreciate your help. My wife and I have been going for, I don't know, 15, maybe 16 years. Uh, we go once a year right around Christmas time. And this year, after having bought the house and sunk all the money we have basically into this house, um, I I think we could use a little bit of help. So if anybody has uh, any kind of uh, uh, employee discount or what, whatever, whatever, I don't even know exactly what I'm asking for. But if anybody out there has a hookup for Disneyland, uh, I thoroughly appreciate it. And if you could email at top10podcast at gmail.com, all spelled out, top10podcast at gmail. Uh, dot com. Please send out to your email um, as soon as you can, and we'll figure out some sort of a barter system, or a, you know, a, I can uh, give you a gift certificate to the pizza shop, or I don't know. We can figure out something. But uh, to anybody out there listening that could help, I, I would be forever in your debt, and I thank you in advance to every, anyone and everyone that uh, emails us. And that is it. Thanks for listening to the Relist this week, and we'll see you guys on Tuesday with our regularly scheduled program. Ooh. 